the game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. All right, all right. Source podcast. Equally, we are in Híjole. February, and it's uh, it's it's me and Josh. What's up, Josh? What's up, man? Uh, man, what a crazy day. <laughs> it's uh, We should have been recording a lot earlier today, but man, busy, 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 busy. You know what? I feel I feel good right now. I, usually in the morning, you know, we're kind of getting up, getting our thoughts together. But right now I feel I feel like I'm ready, dude. This You're one's going to be fire. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are missing our uh, our, our tag team partner, uh, Pastor Juan. Pastor Juan. Pastor Juan, uh, you know, doing good. Uh, just, uh, you know, he's, we're, we're a little bit more by the seat of our pants. Yeah. Juan is very calculated. like <laughs> Structured. Uh, structured, yeah. And that's what makes us great. That's right. what makes us an awesome team. Yeah, right? yeah. He keeps the us y- on track for sure. <laughs> the yin and the yang. Me and you will go off the rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, uh, we got to. We got a good one. I, I I mentioned that we're in February because it is Black History Month. So I know that um, there's a lot of heroes out there that we're celebrating. So you're a big Malcolm X uh, fan. Talk to us a little bit about not only why you love uh, the movie Malcolm X, uh, but who he was as uh as an activist you know you had you had uh uh martin luther king right which was a complete opposite right he's he was more not so much that's a that's a common misconception is it yeah okay okay well you're gonna educate us a little bit uh you know we're, we're gonna discuss that you know some of our heroes uh and then we we also need to nail down our super bowl predictions i know we uh we kind of threw it out there. We're both on uh, Team Chiefs, which uh, Pastor Juan was not really too uh, too happy about that. The feel good story, of course, is going to be Tom Brady if he could if he could uh, walk away with ring number seven. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a gambling man anymore. But if I was, <laughs> then my money's on the Chiefs for sure. Uh, so we'll we'll touch a little bit on that. And uh, I'm not a gambling man in the in the sense of like uh, playing cards or playing the lotto or scratchers or uh, what are those things called? Those one arm bandits? Uh, those, slot those? machines? Slot machines. I don't do that. However, I do love buying Super Bowl squares. That's like my favorite thing. I uh, yeah. I because I, I win every year. I've won a lot with that too. Yeah. One of my best buds, shout out to uh Big Moy out there. I've known that cat Big since Moy. since I was uh, six years old, seven years old. And we've been uh we've been buddies uh for a long time. Uh so he always does the squares. So he's and and I, I used to find them they used to be everywhere and I guess because I'm not on Facebook as much, I didn't see any. I haven't bought any yet. However, just today, before okay. we started, I locked in three. There you three go. Picks. There you go. <laughs> he, I, he's, he's got a $25 one, which uh, I picked up four squares. Nice. And then he's got a $10 one. I didn't do any of that. Yeah, yeah. You want the big money. You want uh, the good money. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I think it pays <laughs> I, out I like 500 in, bucks a quarter I was in or a $100 one uh, a couple of years ago. Did you win that one? No, I didn't win that oh, one. Oh, man. You know what? Actually, no, I did. I uh, you got that, a piece of it. I got a piece of it. I think it was if you're touching, uh, that one like you the big winners. Are, obviously, you get the that quarter. Mm-hmm. But if you're touching the winner, you get broken off as well. So last year, another like hundred bucks or two hundred, whatever it was. Last year, I I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. I was I was out showing property, but I think it was like for three quarters the score didn't change. Or if it did change, yeah, somebody the, won like three in, three in a row. That was yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you, you get that lucky. Yeah, guy. yeah. So I, you know, maybe even if I don't win this year, it's still gonna be a free roll, you know, because uh, I'm up uh, 
so much from from last time. But you know, we're we're gonna talk about that. And then uh, another super hot topic that's going on right now, right, is GameStop and the and the stock market and and silver and and AMC movie theaters. Right, there's all these different stocks that are shooting through the roof because of what's going on with Reddit and uh, and the drama with the with the short. Uh, the big, the big companies, right? The big, uh, uh, what are these hedge fund companies right. that that right. short these companies? They rig the game. Yeah, they rig, they rig it, and uh, they flip the switch on them, right? They flipped it on them, and they're I mean, all now they're all butthurt, man. Right. They're crying on. They're not supposed to do this to us. We do this to them, <laughs> and they're losing billions of dollars. So. Uh, Good. So, so we'll get into that. I mean, you know, we don't claim to be experts, but we got our opinions, like like everybody else does, right? So, Absolutely. so it's gonna be a fun talk. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy it. Uh, but let's 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 get a little bit serious. So, Josh, t- yeah. talk to me about about what what Malcolm X oh. means to you. I, I knew you had sent us a text this morning, and I knew we were gonna go here. But today's been so busy, I did not do any of my like notes and research or anything so this is just going off my top of my head and um, the, and and the reason why <laughs> why I'm, 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 I'm tossing it to you because uh, you don't, you're doing your no no because no, i know that you absolutely love the movie so so you yeah. so, so you're, so you're felt, gonna have some facts you're gonna have some no yeah well i have i have the the his autobiography um, and I was looking for it right when you mentioned that. I'm turning around. I didn't see it behind me. It's probably in the bookshelf behind you. And uh, so I have the autobiography. I read it maybe about six years ago. But I first fell in love with the movie uh, when I was a teenager. And uh, I had it. My dad bought it. Or he got it from somewhere. And it was VHS. And it was three VHSs in a box set, like a big box. Because the movie is like almost three hours long. It's not Denzel, right? Who's, yeah, it's Denzel. It, it is Denzel. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So um, I remember watching it as a, like, a, I think I was like 15. And I just, I just loved that movie, man. I loved everything about it. I loved the story, his story of, uh, you know, his past being a criminal, being arrested, having his conversion experience. Um, there we go. I got my son bringing me the Radical King. Nice. So I'm going to talk about <laughs> the Radical King. Uh, for a sec too but um i remember uh just falling in love with that story and it was similar to like stories that i was already used to as far as growing up in church right somebody who's in a life of crime and craziness and they find god they turn their life around for good right yeah so i I can relate most of those broken people right yeah i could relate to that and i thought that was cool but then i i also enjoyed how the movie portrayed the um inner struggles of uh, the nation of Islam and them betraying him and then him having a change of heart. So that's the part that I, I'm, I'm not too familiar with. If you right. can, if you can uh, educate me. Very similar bit. to like how, you know, big church organizations have splits or fallouts or um, in this case, you know, it was more of like a jealousy thing of him becoming too big and popular. Um, now, now was he running around with uh, with uh, Muhammad Ali, or was that? With- uh, you know, so this is where I need to get back to the book because uh, the the no the movie doesn't portray anything with Muhammad Ali. Okay, I'm trying to remember anything from the autobiography, which I it's not coming to my mind at the moment. But um, you know, so his thing he, he was portrayed as being extremely radical, or um, you know, wanting to keep segregation as far as like we're distancing ourselves from white oppressors like we want to be on our own you know so he was criticized for essentially being you know the opposite of like wanting it it was it was kind of pit up against martin luther king right where it was about mlk was about let's come together peace yeah love right right and more christ-like I, I I guess, but he uh, was more of like let's separate and you know do our own thing in a way. Um, he had a change of heart after he did his pilgrimage to Mecca and realized that it was not just you know there was believers from all different colors and creeds, 
And, you know, he, he kind of uh, loosened up a little bit on that. And then shortly after he was murdered, which many believe was murdered by the Nation of Islam. Right, because he, he had a change of heart. Yeah, and he was kind of like, you know, undoing a lot of the stuff that he had been preaching or now w- representing. W- was he was he murdered after MLK? He was before. Before. Before MLK. And I believe the next year MLK was murdered. I think it's 68, 67 or 68? Yeah, 68. 68. Okay. See, that was just off the top of my head. I um uh, you're looking at you're looking it up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, um and as far as what I really enjoy about, you know, about him is that his critique of the um ah, what's the word? You know, the, the it, that's what prophets are. You know what I mean? That's when we read the scriptures is like you the prophets are critiquing the modern what's happening in the world. You know what I mean? And I felt like he was a prophet as far as critiquing what was happening in, in America at the time, which was spot on. Same thing with MLK. He was critiquing. He was a prophet. He was exposing what's really, it's like a veil, right? The apocalypse, you're unveiling what's really happening in the world. Taking a stand. Yeah. Taking a stand and, and, and exposing it. And we call it in our, Christian tradition, apocalyptic or not, uh, we call it, um, prophetic imagination where, Hey, let's imagine a world that's different. And you, you bring out these ideas and, um, you know, you try to try to work for them. So yeah, man, that, that's, that's, that's one of the things that resonated with me as a kid. So I was drawn to that, read the book. I need to read it again because I'm, it's like fuzzy right now. Right. So yeah, Martin Luther King, uh, who I, this last year did a much, uh, I I did a dive on MLK because you know what? I, my church asked me to do a, a a reflection. So we have communion every Sunday Mm -hmm. and last Sunday was like, or not last year, uh, in February I did one and it was like black history month. So I incorporated some, some stuff from Martin Luther King and what, Martin Luther King, a lot of people don't realize that he was a villain when he was alive. How's that? His He was the same way. How can I explain this? The same way we would. I'm trying to. There's nobody who can compare to him, but the same way that like Colin Kaepernick is like, oh, he's a, you know, a traitor. He's a commie. He's this, this, this and this. He's not American. He hates our country. That's essentially what everyone was saying about Martin Luther King when he was alive. He was not popular. <laughs> he, you got to understand, he's going up against the status quo. Kind of like Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. So when he was alive, there was nothing, you know, the MLK Day, we're going to celebrate this fool? You know, in the, in, in the future, you got to be joking me. You know what I mean? So, and then towards the end of his life, he, he was, his critique of... The Vietnam War and America's um, e- economic system of capitalism was so strong that he was like, you know, he was considered extremely radical. Almost non-American. Yes. Right. Like you're against the war. Yes. Right. Yes. We got yes. all our, our kids are out there. Yeah. You know? So so towards the latter parts of their lives, people say that MLK was kind of turning more towards like a... Malcolm X and Malcolm X was turning more towards like a MLK. <laughs> it's sad though. It's yeah. sad how, how at the time, right. When people are not ready for uh, a change, how much they'll fight and how much they'll, they'll, um, I mean the ultimate sacrifice, right. They, they, they murdered him, you know, for, yeah. for thinking different. And now, we see the greatness, right? That needed to happen, but you know, it's 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 for me at least. It's it's a time to remember because we tend to have short term memory, and I think it's important not only for our kids but for ourselves mm. to acknowledge these heroes that laid their life on the line. Yeah, 
for our country and 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 for our kids. So, I'm um, I'm actually uh, uh, I was I was looking up. You know, everybody knows the I have a dream speech, right? Right. But there's a there's another speech that uh, that he did right before he got killed that I'm uh, that I'm trying to pull up. I I I heard it yesterday and it brought me to tears. You know, so but I think again, you know, it's it's you know taking the you know some people are are you know should we have a Black History Month, right? And I'm like, absolutely. Why? Why wouldn't we? Yeah. You know what's what's the pushback with that? I, I don't understand it. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> being the big one, being the main one. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Don't we're get both it. we're both like trying to look up stuff on our phones as we're trying to like talk and hold the the show. This is why we need one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. You may be. This is us not being prepared. This is also mm-hmm. me. I had a new phone today, and I'm trying to like log into my accounts while I'm trying to pull stuff up. <sighs> what do you got? Mess. What? Uh, I got an iPhone. Now you had an iPhone already, no? Yeah, I had an old one. Okay, uh, the 10R. So bumped up a little bit to the 12. Okay, how is it? I didn't go pro because okay. uh, you know I'm not that much of a baller. <laughs> <laughs> I got two cameras instead of three. <laughs> so my 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 phone is kind of starting to glitch on me already. You know how they do it, right? Yeah, it's called uh, planned obsolescence. Yeah, it's only good for like a year and a half, you know, and when the new one comes out, you know, you want to get the new one because it's, it's not working perfectly like it was before. I found my MLK communion message. Can I read it? For sure. All right. So first of all, let me preface this by saying, um, there's so many great speeches. You mentioned it of Martin Luther King of, uh, Malcolm X on YouTube that you can still find. Um, man, Martin Luther King was such a incredible speaker. He was a great, uh, orator. I don't know if that's, that's yes, right. that's right. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, man, it's just so powerful, man. So I, I have this book here in my hand. I would definitely recommend it. It's called the radical King and it's basically, the sermons, speeches of like, kind of like the ones that you didn't hear about. Oh, like the ones that were not, you know, like you know, your 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 big one, your I have a dream, you know, like the the main ones. These are the ones that are considered radical or too hot to be printed or be broadcasted at the time. So, I definitely would recommend the Radical King. I would definitely recommend at least listening to the audiobook of uh, of Martin. Uh, I'm sorry, of Malcolm X's. Um, autobiography which is great so this is the communion message that i wrote for my church and this kind of what sparked me in on a in a study of martin luther king's more radical ideas right he was he was here's the truth he was a democratic socialist and you know it's a dirty word but now but it's it's the same principles that um that apply so Here's the message. In the months leading up to the assassination 50 years ago, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. made some of his most searing pronouncements against white supremacy, the Vietnam War, and U.S. imperialism. But more than that, but more than at any other time in his life, King's final focus was on poverty and economic injustice. By the winter of 68, Dr. King and his organization were embarking on one of their boldest projects yet a poor people's campaign that would bring a multiracial coalition to the nation's capital to demand federal funding for full employment, a guaranteed annual income, anti-poverty programs, and housing for the poor. Announcing their new initiative, King said the Southern Christian Leadership Conference will lead waves of the nation's poor and dis dis disinherited to Washington, D.C. next spring to demand redress of their grievances by the United States government and to secure at least jobs or income for all. One of the Poor People's Campaign's fundamental principles states, we believe that people should not live or die from poverty in the richest nation ever to exist. 
Blaming the poor and claiming that the United States does not have an abundance of resources to overcome poverty are false narratives used to perpetuate economic exploitation, exclusion, and deep inequality. 1 Corinthians 11 says, Now when you come together at the same place, you are not really eating the Lord's Supper. For when it's time to eat, everyone proceeds with his own supper. One is hungry and another becomes drunk. Do you not have houses so that you can eat and drink? Are you trying to show contempt for the church of God by shaming those who have nothing? What should I say to you? Should I praise you? I will not praise you for this. So this is a critique. Paul is critiquing the church of, so a little context there, the communion, the gathering and, and of, of uh, the saints and having communion was a full on meal in the early days, in the early church. Right. Full on meal. But the thing is, they were continuing to practice the social uh, hierarchy of the day, right? In a, in a, what's the word I'm looking for? Man, my, my theology is, is weak nowadays. I haven't been studying, but um, what's the, uh, there, back then it was a, a shame culture, right? So everything was like by social order, so, social class. So, but now here's the thing. Now you're believers. Now you're one but they were still practicing these things. So what was happening is people were coming in, the, the people who had to work all day are coming in and they're getting the scraps of the communion. So this is Paul rebuking, you know, the, uh, the church, the pecking order. Yes. And trying to dismantle it. So we should cast off the chains of guilt, unworthiness and despair, which so often cloud the joyous feast we call the Eucharist and begin dining with the Lord who delights to sit next to sinners. On the other hand, as we approach the open table, open table, our concern should be that of our needy, helpless and marginalized brothers and sisters. And they are provided for and honored as the greatest among us. It is when this is accomplished that Jesus will say to us, for I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Uh, here's a prayer from Martin Luther King. Thou eternal God, out of whose absolute power and infinite intelligence the whole universe has come into being, we humbly confess that we have not loved thee with our hearts, souls, and minds, and we have not loved our neighbors as Christ loved us. We have all too often lived by our own selfish impulses rather than by the life of sacrificial love as revealed by Christ. We often give in order to receive. We love our friends and hate our enemies. We go to the first mile, but dare not travel the second. We forgive, but not dare to forget. And so when we Wait. And so as we look within ourselves, we are confronted with the appalling fact that the history of our lives is the history of an eternal revolt against you. But thou, O God, have mercy upon us. Forgive us for what we have could have been but failed to be. Give us intelligence to know your will. Give us courage to do your will. Give us the devotion to love your will. In the name and spirit of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, that was uh, that was the message that I gave last Sunday, our last year on uh, Black History Month on a Sunday at church. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> no, you know it's uh, again. You know we uh, we we give our. We give our 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 hearts, our 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 prayers, you know, everything for the people that have the courage, like Dr. King, you know, Malcolm X, and you know, a number a number of of, of heroes that uh, ultimately made the biggest sacrifice of you know, laying their life on the line for, for what they believed in. Yes, sir. And at the time, you know, you, you're not going to be popular. You're going to be, you're going to be criticized. You're going to be attacked. But if your convictions are, 
are super strong, then that's your legacy, right? That's 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 why we remember them, you know, forty three years later, and and for the history of mankind, you know, being that that pioneer that 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 took the civil rights movement and drew the line on the sand and said enough is enough. Yeah. I would definitely recommend if you're doing some research on MLK, read, uh, where do we go from here? It's a, um, it's a speech that he delivered at the annual convention of the Southern Christian leadership conference in Atlanta, August 16th, 1967 day before my birthday. It was his last and most radical, um, SCLC presidential address. Um, so that's, that's a powerful one. And in that speech, he's laying out the case for a universal basic income, which became topic of conversation last year when Andrew Yang was, uh, running for president. I know you're a big Yang, Yang fan. Yeah. Yang gang. Yang gang. <laughs> so, uh, again, we, we remember, you know, the, the fallen heroes and, uh, you know, that, that pioneered and, and laid the foundation uh, for, for us to be able to live free and, and without any, any racial, uh, segregation and, uh, the, the ability to, you know, to, to, to really embrace, uh, you know, the first amendment and freedom of speech and being able to, to communicate, especially now on a platform, like like we do now without without having any any uh fear of uh of you know being jailed or 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 being uh crucified so so thank you thank you to uh to everybody that uh had the courage to take a stand yeah and the work isn't done you know there's still much much work to be done amen Amen, for sure. All right, brother. Uh, let's um, let's pivot a little bit and uh, have a little fun with this. Uh, I know that our biggest game of the year. Are we even allowed to say Super Bowl? Is is that is that coined? Where? Why can't you? I don't know. I think I think they have. Uh, I used to pack a Super Bowl. but uh you know it's again it's going to be a little bit different right because you're you can't gather with your friends and family members and barbecue and do all that stuff because we're still under the coronavirus but i bet you a lot of these fools are still gonna do it (laughs) unfortunately i'm selling some ribs by the way oh you're on super bowl i got a couple orders in my famous honey hog ribs for your Super Bowl party. Holla. I got three orders. There you go. If, if, if you guys uh, are looking to be the star of your of your gathering, make sure you uh, show up with some honey hog ribs. But you shouldn't be gathering. <laughs> <laughs> just just for your family. How about that? Exactly. You know, exactly. Reach out to Josh. Josh, where, where can somebody put that order in in advance? Uh, you got to. What? Oh, that's a printer. Oh, what the heck is that? Mm. Uh, just reach out to me. Hit me up on Instagram. The gram. Yeah, hit me up on the gram, or if you know my number, give me a call. All right, all right. So we talked about final scores, Kansas City Chiefs, Mahomes, the young stud. Uh, I believe I said 44-21. Yeah, you said it's going to be a big shellacking. Shellac. Yeah. Uh, I have it a little bit closer. I think I was like 35, 28 or something like that. And uh, Tom Brady driving to win it. Yeah. And he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave you a, I gave you a printout of uh, this is what my church is doing. We're doing a Super Bowl like uh, party, virtual party. So we're going to be logged in on Zoom. And sort of watching the game together, but we have this uh, we have this sheet that has a bunch of like uh, scenarios of like kind of like bets. So whoever gets the most correct answers is going to win a um, a gift card. Ooh! 
So, um, like for the first one, how long will it take to sing the national anthem? Under two minutes, over two minutes. Over for sure. Who's singing it this year? No idea. See, these are these are things you got to research before you place your, you know, pick, do your picks. Yeah, but I mean, if you're doing it on the Super Bowl, right? You're gonna want to give the best rendition. You're you're not gonna yeah. fly by it. That I yeah. guess I guess that's my yeah. that, that's my, my my thought. So I guess it. I guess it'd be smart to look up how long does it take to sing the national anthem. And then look up past nah, national anthems. Is that fair though? Are, are you are you getting I mean, too too too, too it's crazy? Doing your You're research. supposed to have fun. You're supposed to have fun with this. It's a- <laughs> By the way, these are all like real bets that you can bet on in Vegas. Like mm. what are they called? They're called the uh, prop bets. Prop bets. Yeah. yeah. Um, the re- the result of the coin toss will be heads or tails, right? So there's all these other little cool little things. So yeah, that's a big one. Some people get way crazy with that. You know, betting yeah. you know hundred thousand dollars on a coin flip, yeah. Or the first play is going to be a run or a pass. Yeah, <laughs> like imagine betting like you know ten grand on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Tampa Bay is at home, which is super cool because usually Super Bowl is at a neutral site. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a rare occurrence where the actual home team or the host Super Bowl host is actually the home team. But they're wearing their away jerseys. They are? What's up with that? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Breaking news. I didn't know that. Ah, that's just weird. I don't know. I know the Niners in 94, they broke code and wore their the other jersey they weren't supposed to wear, and they did it anyway. They won in 84, didn't they? 94. Oh, 94. 94. 94. I don't think they won. 94, we won, bro. Yeah, what are you talking about? Oh, you would know, you would know, you would know. That's is that Steve Young's only ring? Steve Young has multiple rings, but that's his ring as a starting quarterback. Okay, yeah, not that's his team. He won that, like you know, yeah, no Joe Montana because yeah, mm. that was the story. Like he was under Joe's shadow for so long, the backup, and can he win one on his own? Well, Joe was just so good. As a leader. Joe Cool. Didn't really have the super cannon, but he was efficient enough. Kind of like Tom Brady. Would yeah. you is is that a fair Yeah, that's a fair analysis for sure. Yeah. Tom Brady's not a super athlete. He's not gonna he's not gonna rush for, you know, hundred yards. He's you know, doesn't really have a lot of scramble, but he's a pocket quarterback. Yeah. And he and he spreads the knows ball how around. To read, knows how to read it. Read the defense. I think that's huge for a quarterback. I think that's what a lot of the youngsters are missing. The right? mental, the mental part. Yeah, because they the come brains. up, they come up with the cannon, and they can scramble. Yeah, but that's what makes like people like Mahomes so good. You know what I mean? Because he's both. It's like best of both worlds. So dangerous. The Ravens have 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 a pretty uh, awesome quarterback too, right? Lamar, yeah. Lamar Jackson, yeah. right? I mean, super athlete, and right. he can make some mistakes. Though you know, he's still young, but well, it's going to be fun. I, I think uh, the passing of the of the torch, you know, with Drew Brees retiring, you know, with uh, with I mean, I don't know though. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tom Brady could probably play for another fifteen years, though. No? <laughs> I don't know. Man. <laughs> He's he's forty three years old. Maybe two more years. Man. I don't know. I don't know how much longer. I mean, because he's. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I I I'm not gonna continue to bet against Tom. <laughs> nah. I always lose. Nah. But you know. But you know. For for the most part, I think it it's safe to say that football is a young man sport. For sure. So it's uh it's exciting to see to see these these young studs uh, coming up. Although. The L.A. Rams just picked up uh, a not so young uh, quarterback in Matthew Stafford. What'd you think about that? I thought it was a good pick. It was a good pickup. Um, yeah, Stafford. Uh, Stafford could have been great. I mean, he's very good. He's, he's, he's just been on. He's been in Detroit his whole career. Like horrible teams, terrible teams, and. 
He's a he's a great player. I really like Matt, Matthew Stafford. When he was humming, he had Megatron. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's right. Throw it up to, to Megatron and he'll catch anything. <laughs> but who made who? That's a good pickup, though. Uh, well, Megatron's gone. He, he retired early. Right. Smart. He got paid. Yeah. Yeah, he did get paid. And dipped. <laughs> yeah. Un- un- unfortunately, that's that's not the norm, you know? I, an- another superstar that dipped early, and a lot of people say too early, Barry Sanders. Yeah. Once again, where was what team was he on? Detroit. Detroit. He was so good, though. Something about Detroit makes you want to quit. <laughs> How good was Barry Sanders doing? So good, man. Them hips. The best of all time? Them hips don't lie. The best of all time? What do you mean? No, isn't Emmett the best of all time? I, I mean, if you're if you're just going s- stats, right? If you're just going yards and you're right. I mean, you I have mean, to he's he, he, yeah, he de- he definitely has longevity. Emmett Smith has the longevity, and so I, I don't know. You have to throw in. I love Barry. I remember watching Barry as a kid and just like wow. Yeah, it's just nobody else. Yeah, nobody else does it. So amazing. To watch. Marcus Allen was a beast too. I mean. Yeah. Totally different running style, though. But Power. Yeah. Yeah, Marcus Allen would run you over. Yeah. Marcus but he was also kind of graceful. He was. He was big and tall and like a gazelle. Yeah. yeah. But it's it, it's going to be a fun game. Uh, my son was asking me if we're going to have um, a Super Bowl party. I had, to, I had to remind him that we're in a pandemic. You want to place an order for some ribs? <laughs> I might, but uh, my vegan wife might. Uh, oh, yeah, might, uh, wah, wah, wah. yeah, she yeah. might. She might protest that one. Throw a flag. She might. She might throw a yellow flag on yeah. that one, or a red flag, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, all right. So, anyhow, I think that I'm gonna stand by my pick because today was the day that we we're gonna kind of finalize that, right? But since we're on the same page. There's no, there's no push-up contest. There's. I'm not trying to do push-ups for Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't agree to any bet. <laughs> all right, all right. We're, I just want my numbers to hit. We're gonna leave that one alone, then. We're gonna leave that one alone. How about we make Juan do push-ups if he loses? If Tampa Bay loses, Juan can do push-ups all day. Yeah, and then we make him do like three hundred, three hundred push-ups. <laughs> Pastor Juan is in, uh, he's, he's in mega shape, right? He's a physical fitness. Mega shape. Guy. Hashtag goals. <laughs> for us, for us big boys. Big boys. Uh, all right. So stock market, dude, have you been paying any attention to that? By the way, I, I think we said this already. We don't claim to be. We are not financial experts. Experts. Not in the. <laughs> not, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. <laughs> We know a little bit of of some things, but this is a this is a whole other thing. I mean, put it this way: you know, the stock market is where you can have a dirt bag like uh, Jordan Belfort take advantage of regular hardworking people and become a millionaire. You know what I mean? And you've seen the Wolf of Wall Street. The you know wolf. What I'm talking about the Wolf. Yeah, he's actually not a bad guy. Is he? Is he such a terrible guy? <laughs> I mean, now you know redemption. You know he's he, he did I mean, his time. He went to it, prison. It, it, it's it's uh it's it's cannibalistic in nature. The the this this whole thing, you know, the I stock agree. market is its own beast. Yeah, somebody has to make money and somebody has to lose money. You're gonna make money at the expense of somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for no, sure. for so sure. You look for suckers to take advantage of, and so you know, it's definitely a rigged game. From my understanding, okay, this is my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that it is a rig system, you know, that they play in, and you know, we get some crumbs here and there. Some of us do a little four hundred one k, and we can get a little cheese here and there. But there's levels to it, and these dudes run this system. Who are these dudes? These bazillionaires, these hedge fund manager, managers, Wall Street, the you know, the top. One percent, okay. You know that control everything, the wealth. <laughs> All right. So, do you have any big regrets? I got one. So, uh, while you're thinking, let me share with you. Uh, regrets about what? 
investing or not investing. Cashing or, out 401k or, is a huge mistake. Yeah, don't do that for sure. Do not do that. I've done it. No. I well, if you have to, it. you have to, though. Well, yeah, if you have to, you have to. But if you can avoid it at all costs, roll it over into the next one. You know, keep it going. Well, I think you could do a loan, though, and then and then you pay it back. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's your own interest that you're doing. We'll, yeah. we'll have to check with our financial well, gurus or, yeah. or advisors. You could take have. loans against your own 401k and you pay yourself back. Yeah, for sure. It's basically an interest-free loan. Yeah. Um, so that's okay. Especially if you're buying real estate, call me. Yeah, but I'm saying don't <laughs> don't cash it out. Like no, no, you no, want no. that money to work for you. Yeah. You know, you want that to. Plus, it's a retirement plan. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Uh, hello, the thing. retire. Well, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of guys that I come up with that are my age, you know, they they use that money to put down payments on their houses. Yeah. So, and I'm okay with that. Of course, yeah. <laughs> we, go ahead. You, that you could do. Yeah, all day, <laughs> all day. Uh, because we're gonna sell you the house. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 818-481-2483. Coming soon, 818-314-2001. Service always with a smile. Uh, no, but um, my big regret, I actually just had this conversation with a, with a buddy of mine yesterday, and he's all into uh, trading sports cars. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Dave. No, 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 oh, okay. no, another, oh, Dave's all into that too. Yeah. Uh, but no, 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 another buddy of mine uh, that I hadn't really connected with in a while he just shared with me that he bought a Kevin Durant mm. rookie card two years ago for a thousand dollars. Wow! He sold it last month for twenty six thousand dollars. Shehole. Twenty five x me. Wow! But, uh, uh, so so he was talking about how he's going to start a consulting business and and doing that. Um, so good luck with with that, um, my my boy Chris Chris Neville. Uh, but. Uh, what, what, what we were talking about was, and, and I was like, do you remember in 2013, I think it was, he told me there's a company, there's a, there's a, uh, an, an IPO, right? A, a stock that's coming out public. You need to empty out your bank account, pull out your <laughs> 401k, and invest all pull in. out any equity that you have in your home. Uh, and dump all your money into this company. And I was like, well, what is it? You know, what, what are they doing? Uh, he's like, it's it's the new thing. Everybody's going to be doing electric cars. Tesla. Tesla. Yeah. I did not listen. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Swung on and missed right there. One of the big regrets. So you had a chance on oh, getting in, on, getting in early on Tesla. Yeah, I had the, I had the advice. I didn't. I don't think I really had the scratch for it though at the time. Twenty thirteen yeah. was, was not a. Well, I mean, you know, let's just say year. you let's just say you were to scrap up, you know, maybe two two thousand dollars. Yeah. What would that look like? Oh, big money. Ten x. Oh no, more than that. Hundred x. Less than that, but yeah. 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 So you know what I mean. Yeah, those are the things like, man, 2000 I can get 2000 I just got to do a couple of moves here and there. And- oh, right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's throw 50 Gs on that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> One but, day. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I know Bitcoin is is kind of crazy right now. Yeah. The uh, What are they called? Um, vir- not virtual currencies. Uh, yeah. Crypto. Yeah, yeah cryptocurrency. Right. So, so. Two years ago, three years ago, which which we have to pay more attention to because our money is isn't real. <laughs> Nothing is real. <laughs> the dollar is not real. We're in the matrix News right now. Flash. Yeah, dollar used it used to be the world currency, right? Because yeah. it was backed by gold. It was backed by something. Now it's not backed by anything. It's li- literally printed out of thin air. Yeah. So which is scary, right? When you really think about it, here's. And and I don't know anything about crypto, but what I do know is that it's it's almost like these uh, cards that mm. we're talking about, right? Mm. Because there's only a certain amount, right? Right. So it's capped. It's not unlimited. It's something that, even though it's not tangible, you can't, yeah. you know, right. there's not these actual a coins, physical coin, yeah. Right. There's 
they're limited to a certain number. Mm. So it's almost like you have one of 42 million or whatever yeah, the number yeah, is, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I could see how that could hold its value. Mm-hmm. And um, so three years ago or somewhat, something along those lines, you could have picked up a, you know, one of these Bitcoins for like 800 bucks, right? 800 bucks, $1,000, something in that area. And they they had came out before that, right? They had came out maybe like seven, eight years ago and, and it kind of went up and down, up and down. But it was like at 800 bucks and now it went up to 42,000. Wow. I think since then it's came down to like 37,000. Yeah. 36,000. But imagine if you bought $10,000 worth, right, when it was 800 bucks. Right. Where are you at right now? You're a gazillionaire. There's 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 some poor dude uh that had a bunch of crypto and forgot his code or lost That's it. That's right. I saw that. He, he couldn't log in. He, yeah, he lost he, he lost it in a thumb drive. <laughs> And it's like hundreds of millions of dollars. It's like an insane number, right? Crazy yeah. number. And so he's and he can't access it. He can't access it. So he's trying to convince some, you know, government to to help uh, pay to dig up the landfill and do all sorts of craziness. I don't think he's gonna get it. <laughs> That's nuts. Man. Just imagine being that guy, though. Kicking yourself? Can you? Imagine? you I, I did hear that he's like, you know what? I come to peace with it. Like, I mean, you have to, it's, dude. It's done. What are you gonna do? It's done. Can't live your life and regret that long. Yeah. So we're like Too way, much. we're like way off the 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 topic because <laughs> we were initially talking about Reddit and, and and what happened with all that. So what's your understanding with with what what happened with shorting and they 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 did what they do against them. They, okay. they band together and did or they fought back. So Reddit is, is Reddit, Reddit, so I'm, I I go on Reddit a lot. Reddit yeah. is like this other world of like it's kind of like Facebook. Mm, no, it's not like Facebook. Kind of like it, Twitter. No, it's sort of I don't know how to explain it, man. It's like a it's like forums, like boards, like you could join specific topics right and find out what's going on in this whole like subculture of whatever there's everything on there from you know whatever whatever you're into like you'll you're find a it sports fan yeah or... yeah cards betting anything is there so it's a little community it's a little it, forum it's, it's, it's communities of various things so these guys if you're into the smurfs yeah there's a whole little community yeah. that just but, talks you know, about they're, they're, papa smurf they're and kind of like grumpy smurf and yeah they're kind of painted as like nerds you know nerdy kind of guys that live at home in the basement smart kids but um so they they knew that they're getting ready to short sell gamestop right and so you got to think about these nerds who are like uh you know they they love gamestop so why gamestop though why they were because it's it's a you know the uh these professionals quote-unquote professionals knew that this is a a dying business kind of like blockbuster video yeah because you know like my kids have a ps5 and they just download games straight to the ps5 you don't even need to buy a disc right you don't need to you just download it straight to the device and brick and mortar is dying anyways right right it's a it's a it's a foreshadowing of like what's coming pretty much with everything as far as retail goes but so they're getting ready to short sell it meaning they bet that it's going to fail so, so they so it was like at thirty bucks or something, and there's they said we're gonna put all this money, hoping that it goes down to fifteen bucks or whatever. Yeah. So what happened was, these Reddit kids started buying it. They started doing the opposite, and they shot it up. <laughs> so these these big wigs let it go, or they're you know they're betting it that it's gonna stop, and so these guys, uh, from my understanding, they bought they bought it. So you know. There's a guy named Prop Hip Hop. He's a his name is Propaganda. He's a hip hop artist. He has a podcast called Hood Politics, and he breaks down political issues from a hood standpoint. And he did an incredible job of, of breaking down what's happening here in the context of a high school. 
You know what I mean? And um, I would play it, but there's some some bad words on it. So, it, you know, we got to keep it clean. But it it was it's brilliant. It to, to understand it from a high school dynamic perspective, it's great. Okay. Maybe I'll link to it. Yeah, I'm. You know what, Pastor Juan's not here. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I was getting ready to cue it up. I saw you. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so yeah. I mean, I, I, I sent you guys a uh, a video of uh, Patrick but David over at Value and Value Tainment. Shout out to that guy. That guy's a wizard. Uh. uh in a good sense. Uh, I love his, his podcast. I love his YouTube channel. But anyway, uh, the way he explained it really simplified it for me, right? It's, you know, these these hedge fund managers, like like you said, right? These these big companies, they're, they're fronting money, right? And when you're, let's say you want to buy Tesla, mm-hmm. right? You're buying Tesla at whatever, 1500 bucks a share. And you're capped at $3,000. You can, you can buy two shares, right? Okay. So what these companies do is that they'll say, hey, here's another 1500 no, Here's another $3,000, right? Use our money. Mm. And if you, if, you, if you win, right? If, if you do a good a good buy and the stock goes up, then you pay the money that you borrowed and you keep the profits. Okay. Sounds fair enough, right? Uh-huh. But if you lose, if the stock goes down, you bought it at whatever, 1500 and it goes down to, you know, to 500 right. now, now you lost two-thirds of somebody else's dough. Mm. I don't know. It, it sounded a lot easier, <laughs> a lot less complicated. Than what you're when, making it sound like. When Patrick was explaining it, uh, maybe we could have him on the podcast and he can uh, he can, he, he can break it down for us. Uh, uh, if you're listening. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to be spending uh, some time out in Texas uh, with... Uh, with a good friend of mine, uh, shout out to uh, Jose Gaitan. Uh, he invited me out to a convention out in Texas, and uh, and the keynote is going to be uh, hey boy. Patrick. Yeah. Yes. yeah, so that's going to be fun. Um, any other thoughts on stock market and so the 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 kids the, the these kids I don't know if you caught some of these stories. They're they're using that money they made for good things. How they're they're uh, getting out of debt, paying off their parents' homes. I've I've read a few different articles. Um, there's another guy that I follow that posted a story about. Um, before you, before you get into the other guy, so 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 what does Robinhood have to do with 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 that? So Robinhood is the app for like regular Joe schmoes to. You know, invest in the stock market, right? So, like Ameritrade or something like that. Yeah, like you know, it's it's it was the concept was like, okay, we're gonna give access to like regular folks, right? Regular people. You know, you got a couple hundred dollars, and you can, you know, Robinhood will help you invest in some stocks. So they actually used the Robinhood um, app to do all this, and um, Robinhood stopped it when you know when the uh, big wig started crying foul and but here's this guy he's talking about like some of the good stuff that came out of it like with the uh the youngsters here let me cue this up if this is working what's going on here right now that is titled college student donates gamestop gains to buy video games for sick kids and there's a large number of these individuals actually going out of their way taking profit and doing really like amazing things that are that are helping people. You look at the hedge funds. That's that money. Yeah, that's hedge fund money. Yeah, hmm. exactly. Yeah. That what what do hedge funds do? The 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 CEO of of Malvin Capital is still moving forward with literally destroying and bulldozing a house next to his so he could build a tennis court. That's what Melvin Capital is. This kid, he's making sure sick kids get video games. He's making sure 
people get helped in their communities. And you see tons of these stories. There was another post on Reddit that said, this is for my father. Um, that was absolutely a tearjerker that, that talked about a lot of the bigger things, about a lot of the bigger reasons, a lot of the motive behind this, which is absolutely this, this, important to know. The story was that his dad's uh, construction company, I believe, construction, yeah. was destroyed by the housing market crisis caused by these big banks. And that since then he's become like basically a destitute alcoholic who's lost the will to live. Yes. And so he's like, this is for you, dad. This is, this is, you know, I love the, that. The, 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 the son has come back for vengeance against those. But who this is him. important. A lot of these Reddit kids saw their families devastated, especially in 2008. They were kicked out of their homes in the, in the housing market crisis. Last year they had their private businesses, enterprises shut down by the lockdowns. And here they are saying, we're going to come together and we're going to play by the rules and we're going to work the market towards the benefit of everyone we're gonna literally be robin hood in the modern day and age and what happens the system conspires colludes against them calls them insurrectionists calls them losers says they're connected to russia says that they're going to be cutting themselves and 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 harming themselves are you kidding me because they made a little bit of money that they're actually spreading around to the economy that is sick and disgusting bastardization of news and people's responsibility if you're a journalist right now and you're not reporting on this fairly and honestly you are not a journalist you're a propaganda mouthpiece for the establishment elite and you have no soul within yourself <laughs> right? i'm sick of these people know it yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah then and you know uh, uh economists would tell you when the money is given to the like when people have money they spend it when these like gazillionaires have money they do not spend it mm -hmm. Th they keep it mm -hmm. they keep you know they keep it in their circles and they you know in these rigged games so shout out to the reddit robin hoods of the world hope you guys made some money um bravo yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm looking at the at the stock now, and it came back down. Thirty five? Is it thirty five bucks or something? At forty, uh, fifty three, fifty three. But I it, saw it at thirty five earlier. Yeah, but I mean, it was you know it was at two dollars and fifty cents, and it went up to four hundred eighty three dollars. Wow! So somebody made a lot of money, and a lot of people lost a lot of money. Anyhow, I you know to me that's gambling. I don't know. I, mean, I, I could be in the in the minority, <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm gonna uh, a, a really wealthy dude that I really respect uh, told me bet on yourself. That money that you're gonna bet on a on a, on another company that you know zero about, invest that money in you. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good point. And this guy's Invest like a in mega you. millionaire. Invest in yourself. Yeah, fund your own dreams. No, that's great. Uh, moral of the story is what? <laughs> Power to the people is the moral of the story. Tying it back into Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, my man, and the people who took advantage of the system or played a little bit of the game that these uh you know uh rulers of of capital in the united states play by and made it work to their own advantage um power to the people man that's it right there that's it that's it uh closing thoughts closing remarks um i'm all for the underdog the little guy so maybe maybe Tom Brady will win then, but he's not the little guy. <laughs> Tom Brady's definitely not the little guy. Power to the people. So, you know, talking about football, I don't know. Whoever's the underdog, I hope they beat the overdog. <laughs> Kansas City's a favorite, right? By how much? By a lot. Okay. Again, we're not... We're not condoning <laughs> uh, gambling by you know by any means, but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's gonna be a fun game to watch. So my uh, my closing thoughts are just you know uh, take take the opportunity to be heard, and whatever your your convictions are, whatever your 
whatever you believe in make it happen you have a platform right now you know with uh social media and everything else youtube uh you know say what you what, what you really believe in and you know and if if uh if you can or choose not to give us a plug and we'll make it happen you know? yeah use the platform be heard yeah is that God bless. Yeah, man. That's it. <laughs> that was the intro to MLK, man. You got me all excited. You already know how it go. But we're going to talk hood economics right now. This weird, like, all right, guys, peace. stock market, GameStop, Robin Hood, Reddit, whole debacle. Stock market's can be very difficult to understand because it's like, it's not real money. Like not, it's not real. You know what I'm saying? So it's like hard to get your brain around.